there's not enough evidence of Trump actually being a racist mm-hmm. for them to use actual evidence. They got to make shit up. They got to lie. Yeah. Remember we had like the two, three hour primetime newscast where there'd be like a newscaster or a couple newscasters. Giving was, you the straight report. It was like Anchorman. You remember yep. Ron Burgundy? <laughs> you know? The Mock and Daisy Common Sense Cast. No one has common sense anymore. So the other day, we got a really interesting voicemail that we ended up playing on our regular radio show, Chicks on the Right, on 93 WIBC. And it was from a woman who gave us a really fantastic example of how screwed up our media is. And this was actually an example that she saw on a friend's Facebook page. And what she saw was that a friend of hers had posted a clip of a baseball game. And it was of a guy that was standing in the stands who caught a foul ball and the clip was manipulated in a way or cut in such a way that it looked like the man was selfishly <coughs> keeping this baseball for himself, mm-hmm. right? And that he yeah. was a huge jerk, yeah. even though there was a kid right next to him who clearly wanted to catch the ball. The white dude, right? Yeah. White dude. And that, of course, was an important point. Well, race is the most important point right now in our culture. Yeah. Right, in American culture. And so good on this woman who decided, you know what, I'm going to make sure that I really, before I comment, I'm going to make sure I really understand what this story is all about. So Mm -hmm. she did some digging and found the full clip, which ended up showing that not only did the white man hand the small kid the ball after he caught it, but he also caught more balls and handed them to other children. Mm -hmm. So apparently the media just decided to hone in on this one freeze frame of him holding and then keeping the ball. Yeah. Just to make a story that wasn't even a real story. Yeah, because white man is bad. (laughs) White man bad. And thankfully she found it and then she reported back to her friend hey here's the whole story Mm -hmm. here's the whole clip yeah and her friend ended up like blocking her because she didn't want to hear the actual facts Uh she wanted to continue to believe white men suck Uh uh-huh yeah because it's easier just to believe that than to actually look up the real story which is what her friend did right or to realize that the media lies to you. <laughs> this is the thing. The media lies. They lie. They, I mean, they mischaracterize. They misrepresent. Mm-hmm. They um, they leave things out. Or they re- just remain silent on a lot of things. It's kind of like, you know, what we saw last weekend with the Rand Paul stuff. Yeah. You know, what happened to Rand Paul and his wife. That's where I just, I got so fed up with them. I mean, I listen, I loathe our media. I make, I make no apologies for saying that out loud because we've seen some crap over the past 13 years. I hate our media. I just, I don't like them. And it's okay. I'm fine with saying that out loud because fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, that's fine. So I have a bias here when we do this podcast. It's fine. I'm just going to say it out loud in the beginning. I don't like them. I think they suck. It's one of the reasons I do what I do because if there weren't people like us combating the narrative out there, I don't know what people, it would just be so one sided. I mean, it's so Democrat run, it's so liberal focused, it's so agenda driven our media these days so many people are brainwashed by our media and case in point is like the Rand Paul stuff the other day his wife and him were walking out of the Republican National Convention and they were accosted by a mob a violent mob this Antifa whatever it is mob that is you know coming after them threatening to kill them rape his wife do all this horrible stuff right they're just awful 
awful. And the way that the media portrays it, if they decide to, because most media outlets completely ignored it. I mean, the only people that probably ran the story, maybe Fox, a couple local news stories, but the AP ran with a, a headline that I'm paraphrasing, of course. They said something to the effect of, Rand Paul complains about angry mob. That's how they decide the, to run with the story. Not, he was a big whiner. He's a big complaining whiner, this guy. This is a guy who wrote legislation for the Breonna Taylor stuff. If anybody should be championed in all of the causes that leftists believe in right now, and that Antifa claims to believe in right now, they should be championing Rand Paul. Well, and what's ridiculous is they were in he and his wife's face screaming, say her name, say Breonna Taylor's name. Yeah, and you know Rand Paul was like, I did. He's like, I have, I do. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I wrote I, legislation about her yeah, for crying out I've, loud. I, authored it you morons <laughs> yeah amazing and this is the thing so media doesn't report about that they don't say hey he actually authored this legislation and i don't part of me is like maybe they don't know because media doesn't talk about republicans they don't talk about conservatives in a positive light ever so maybe these people don't know but you pointed out to me last week you know daisy they just don't care they just don't care because they're so full of hate right now. They just don't care. But media fuels this. They fuel the hate. They fuel all of the stuff, all the racial stuff that's going on right now, all of the stuff with COVID. Everything is fueled by this rabid media that has an agenda. And I'm fed up with it. Well, you would think they would be fed up with the consequences because when you have a public that puts, I mean, little to zero trust in the journalism of the current media, and there are so many citizen journalists who are willing to get out there and dig for the real stories and when they get sued by nick sandman to the tune of millions of dollars hundreds of millions for of dollars. misrepresenting what happened in that instance you and, would think at some point yeah. they would go maybe we should report actual news and when nick sandman wins <laughs> literally and he's like listen i own you now i mean like i make more he made so much money off of that and this is the thing like these people still call him a little punk you know the people at cnn still call him a punk they've learned nothing they've learned nothing and it's crazy because liberals will still they still buy into this they still believe this lying manipulative media agenda driven media they still lap this crap up and i don't understand it it doesn't and it doesn't matter how many examples there are and there are so many yeah and of course you know we've been talking forever about how slanted the coverage about donald trump is i mean mm -hmm. what is it like 97 98 percent of the news stories about him are negative. really really negative negative and, and it, that is a fact that's not started way long time ago, mm -hmm. right? Like from when he was on the campaign trail. Yeah. And of course, the big story that came out where he said, you can grab women by the yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we go back to that story, even still, even after he was elected, yeah. despite that, yeah. people are still using that as a way to like get you right. Uh -huh. Like on social media, if you say something about Trump, they'll be like, oh, you, you're going to let him grab you by the if you're a woman, like, if a you're thing. a woman, especially they come after us all the time with that. It's like, oh, you conservative women, you like it if he's going to grab you by the uh, and I mean, they misquote him. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst part is that they basically make it sound like because he said that he has assaulted women. He has grabbed women. When in fact, what he said is when you're rich, when you're famous, they will let you do anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's what he said before that famous line. And people continually misquote him about it. This is the media's fault. When that whole Charlottesville thing happened and he said, find people on both sides, the media continues to make it sound mm -hmm. as though 
though he were supporting Nazis, that he was outwardly saying white supremacists are fine yeah. he, when he was doing no such thing. And clearly, if you go back and listen to the audio, it is so clear that he was referring to people who were protesting there against the taking down of Confederate monuments. Yeah. He was saying there are fine people on that side of yeah. the issue. And it's really interesting because we work um, with a gentleman here, um, Abdul. He put on his Facebook page yesterday. He's like, give me an example, an example of how Donald Trump is racist. And it's crickets with the exception of that Charlottesville thing. And they're wrong. They're still using the Charlottesville. That's like the one thing that they name. There are good people on both sides. There are good people on both oh my sides. God. This is what people will name. It's this one thing. They'll say that. And it's like, oh my God, this is the media has run with that. And that is the basis for which this whole racist, Donald Trump is an orange man. He's so racist. He's so terrible. That's the basis for which they've built their case to say that he is this horrible racist dude. And then they've run with it. And then every other thing that he says, they try to make him racist, right? Well, they did it with the MS-13 people, uh-huh. with the animals. Well, and they, they are- did it recently. Like yeah. in their DNC, they actually showed this super sappy, sad video, right, of children who are crying. Mm-hmm. And they say that Trump basically called these immigrants animals. And he did. He did no such thing. And they have to do that, right? There's not enough evidence of Trump actually being a racist mm-hmm. for them to use actual evidence. They got to make shit up. They got to lie. And so that was yep. so infuriating when it clearly, again, if you go back and actually look at what he said or watch what he said, mm-hmm. he was clearly talking about MS-13 gang members who are animals. They are absolute animals. They, I mean, they, <laughs> these what? MS-13 gang members are animals. You cannot dispute that. I mean, if you're Nancy Pelosi and you think that they're like children of God and like they deserve, you know, mercy. I'm sorry. You can think that. I don't believe that. These are animals who do terrible, torturous things to human beings. They are animals. Trump is not talking about children, but that's what the DNC did is that they put pictures of children to manipulate people. Right. They manipulated people. And if you can't think critically, because a lot of people are completely incapable these days of thinking critically, they look to the media to tell them. Them what to think, which is sadly what people do. They just shake their heads and they take what's given to them and they're like, oh yeah. CNN He's, said so. CNN and MSNBC said this, so I believe them and I can't think for myself. And so this is what they think. And so they automatically say, well, he's a racist. And all those other people out there are white supremacists. This is the new thing. They're all white supremacists. It's insane. Oh my God. And it's why we have been saying over and over again in our Facebook lives, in on our regular radio show that this election coming up is legit the most important one ever like basically our entire way of life is on this ballot totally totally and I don't know about you but I'm sick and tired of watching far-left radicals burn down our cities and attack our police our entire free enterprise system our constitution and our history and what wins elections it's turnout leftists are super good at organizing and they've got this whole get out the vote machine but we have good news our friends at job creators network have launched their own way of fighting back. It's super easy. Go to 10for20.com and take the 10 for 20 pledge. You're going to get a link that gives you the most trusted voting information and tools that you can use to become a part of the biggest conservative get out the vote effort ever. You will be asked to send a message to 10 people you know who also care about America. You're going to ask them to commit to sign that pledge to family and neighbors, your church and work friends to join this army of freedom. Just go to 10for20.com and take the pledge right now. Here's your chance to help unsilent the majority. Don't let our opponents 
outwork us, y'all. Go to 10for20.com right now and do your part. That's the number 10, F-O-R, the number 20.com. And you know, there's another example, too. Do you remember how often people harped on the fact that Trump made fun of that disabled reporter? Yes. And that, I mean, people are still using that. Yeah, they totally do. And now there are tons of videos which debunk that claim because if you look at Trump's mannerisms about himself, Mm -hmm. about other Republicans, about just people in general, when he tells a story, he makes those kind of weird arm movements. You know what I mean? kind of awkward, yeah. And he does it when he's making fun Mm -hmm. of something or someone. Yeah. So now there's plenty of evidence to show, look, that's not making fun of a disabled person. Mm -hmm. It's just one of the things that Trump does when he's making fun of something, including himself. And I think, you know, it just goes back to the whole, the way that the media just spins everything. They spin it. I mean, even right now, in light of all the violence, it's funny how a couple months ago, it was peaceful protests, right? Everything was peaceful. And now, all of a sudden, because the polls were not in their favor, you know, Don Lemon, <laughs> Don Lemon, and Chris Cuomo were talking, what, it was a couple weeks ago, they were talking about how, oh my God, oh shit, you know, the polls are not in our favor. You know, we're like using a dog whistle to call mm-hmm. the Democrat Party because we're an arm of it. And we're telling these folks, you guys got to say something because for months, past 90 days, you guys have been saying that this is peaceful. And, and what is it? Nancy Pelosi said, it is what it is. Mm. They supported this violence in all these cities all over the country, right? They encouraged they it. Enc- they encouraged it. There's actually it. new sound now out um, that's been making the social media waves just showing like Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, all these different Democrats literally saying we need to get out in the streets. We need yeah. to get people where they live. Kamala. I mean, Kamala. Yeah. Was, they all were for it, right? And now all of a sudden, because the polls are not in their favor, it has nothing to do with people. They don't give a crap about people. They don't give a crap about these cities. Okay, but now that the polls are not in their favor, just in the past couple days, you know, they're like, crap, we got to say something. So Joe comes out of his basement and now all of a sudden he's blaming it on Trump. And man, he's got media cover because this is what the media does. The media is despicable. This is what they do. And they're providing cover. And now the whole spin, you'll see the spin. You watch it before your very eyes. If you have half a firing synapse in your brain, you can see it happen before your very eyes. It's like you can see it. There's the spin is, oh, now. It's Trump's fault. It's just a, it's Trump's fault. The violence buy it. and people buy this, this is garbage. What I can't understand. It's crazy. Well, you, the, the thing that you can understand is there are a lot of dumb freaking people out there, just dumb people waiting to lap this up. And it's crazy to me. It's crazy. These people vote. You know, these people vote. <sighs> That's so depressing. It's listen. COVID is another example of this too. It's like there's a lot of misinformation. Information. People have been like one against another with all this COVID stuff. I think that the families have been torn apart with stuff like this, with politics, with race, with COVID, with everything that's happened in 2020. And the media has such a huge hand in this because they control the narrative. Yeah, I've got an example back to all the way back to February 28th. Politico published a piece that was entitled Trump rallies his base to treat coronavirus as a hoax. And a whole bunch of other people ran with that headline, right? Ran with that storyline, ran with that narrative when really what he was doing was calling the criticism of his handling of the coronavirus, the Democrats' new hoax. That's his exact words. My God. And think about how royally mischaracterized that is and how irresponsible and just wrong and like unethical it is for the media to paint it as 
Donald Trump saying the virus is a hoax. Yeah. He's never, ever said that. No. And nowadays, the problem, too, used to be like back when we were kids, if a quote unquote journalist said something that was a misquote or if it was wrong or whatever, it would be a big deal. Mm. You remember how it would be just oh, yeah. a giant deal and they'd have to apologize? These people would lose their freaking job. Because it just didn't happen with the extent that it is now. No. And now these yahoos, they tweet crap. They don't care. They have personal opinions. They tweet crap. I mean, these are people that are basically giving op-eds instead of giving information, right? So they put this stuff out there and it could be wrong. They yeah. don't care. And then it could be two days later that if they feel like they have to retract something, they'll retract it. But it's like you always say, it's like getting toothpaste back into the tube. Right. It's already out there. They would have already shared stuff far and wide. What are they going to do? Share a, a retraction? People don't do that. Well, exactly. Because like the original tweet will get like a million retweets. Mm-hmm. The correction of the tweet never does. No one shares that. Never does. Because then they're like, you know, they're kind of eating crow at that point, uh-huh. and they don't want to share it. Of course they don't. And they've gotten their narrative out the way they want, and it's just so irresponsible and ridiculous. Yeah. But this happens constantly. Like I looked online last night, just thinking about this podcast. I was like, you know, I'm just going to see what's out there. There was pages and pages and pages long list of examples of the way, and we're not talking about just one media outlet. We're talking WAPO, CNN, MSNBC, the the Atlantic, the Daily Beast. It's everywhere. 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 And so, you know, like even March 16th, CNN falsely claimed that the Trump administration was considering imposing a national curfew. It's not true. It wasn't yeah. true, and it isn't true. And it doesn't have to be true anymore. That's the problem. They don't have to put the truth out there. They can just put whatever they want, willy-nilly, right? And I mean, there's look no at, accountability. Look at the Russian hoax. Look at all that Russian crap that we went through for, what, two and a half years? And it doesn't matter that it, it all falls apart. They use it still they to this s- day. They still use it. It all fell apart. And I haven't heard one of these talking heads, like on MSNBC or CNN, say, hey, sorry we wasted all your freaking time. And money. And money for two and a half years. They literally did that. And not one peep out of them. In fact, they're still trying to perpetuate that. It's a big lie. (laughs) It's just a big lie. To me, it seems like it almost goes to defamation. Yeah. Because like there's another example from MSNBC. Um, An analyst of MSNBC's Glenn Kirshner tweeted suggesting that Donald Trump is guilty of negligent homicide for the way that he's handled this virus. And Biden is basically saying the same stuff now. Yeah. That Trump is personally responsible for anyone who has died of COVID. It's crazy and the media will run with this too. So does that mean that every president up until Trump is responsible for every flu death during their watch? Does that mean that Obama is responsible for every H1N1 death during his watch? And Ebola. And Ebola? Because by that logic, that crazy effing logic, Mm -hmm. that's what that means. I mean, you have to follow that logic, right? So if they're going to try to, you know, make him responsible and prosecute him, then bring in all the other presidents, you know, for all the other viruses that they're responsible for. It's lunacy. And it's sad because it shouldn't. I mean, it's basic journalism 101 mm-hmm. to learn that when you write a report, a news report, you include the who, what, why, whens, and where's, uh-huh. right? And how. You don't start, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and how. And exactly. You don't, you don't start just coloring things with your opinions. That's the exact opposite of what journalism is. Exactly. And yet that's all that's, that's happening That's all it right is. Now. It's all op-ed now. And it's sad because it didn't used to be that the public 
public felt such a huge mistrust mm-hmm. of the media. But now it's like any headline I see, I second guess it, I third guess it, I quadruple guess it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because oh, I'm I just know. like, I, there's no way. I totally know what you mean. Like even for our site, our site, chicksontheright.com, we're not a news site at all, but we do put articles out there, posts out there where we give like opinions about the news. And when we're sourcing stuff, we find ourselves more and more now, I think even the past couple of years, more than ever, we're constantly questioning, where did we get yeah. that? Yeah. What is that? Where does it come from? Are we sure that's right? Mm-hmm. You know, like it was even I think it was this past it was this past weekend where the stuff came out about COVID and how the CDC came out with new numbers. And it was, you know, talking about the comorbidities because right. they the CDC came out with the new stuff about how, yes, there were a hundred and something thousand people that have died from COVID in this country. But it was actually the numbers are nine thousand died, nine thousand and change died. Mm-hmm. I think it was ninety six hundred and change died specifically from COVID as opposed to the hundred and something thousand that they have been telling us. And it is a little different because when you die with um, comorbidities and you know pre-existing conditions, two or more, it does give you a bigger picture. That's a picture that hasn't been painted for us by the media. It's just not. And that data wasn't provided to us. And so there is a little bit more fear and panic instilled in people when you don't have that bigger picture. And there was a huge overreaction. Mm-hmm. We continue to believe this, that the yeah. way that the country as a whole, that the world as a whole has reacted to it is way over the top exactly. for what it actually is. Exactly. And we know, I mean, what is it? Like 94% of the people who are severely impacted by COVID do have comorbidities and are old. Exactly. So why are we not making sure to protect them while we're still Keeping, protecting everyone by yeah. not shutting the economy, by not shutting businesses down mm-hmm. and schools? I yeah. mean, the negative impacts a closure has on so many people is humongous. It's it's unbelievable. So, and, we're, and we're just now finding that out, right? So when we saw that story over the weekend, you know, I immediately put it in our chat with all the girls and everything. And Mock, the first thing she was like, we need to make sure this is a good source because what? Oh, my God. Like, right. this, is, this is huge. Are we sure the source is, is a good source? Like, what are we sure? Because, oh, my God, this is a big jump in number. Yeah. Right. And we have we find ourselves doing that a lot now because our media is so untrustworthy, so bad. They're mm-hmm. so bad. And 12, 13 years ago, we didn't have this problem no. as much. We still would question, but we didn't have to question as much. Our media is out of control now, out of control. And I, I assume every headline is written with a slant. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Every single one. And that just sucks. And you, you should know? assume that. And this podcast, I hope people who are hearing this assume that too by hearing this and teach their children, if they have children, to assume that as well. You've got to question everything. You have to know how to critically think. You have to. Because in this day and age, everybody has an agenda. And everybody. It's and it just, is sad. It didn't used to be that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that way. No. I saw a story actually earlier today about a new channel that is planning on being like a true news channel. God, really? I need to really? look that up because it was pretty amazing. I just don't, I, I, I want to say, I just don't believe it. Do I know. you believe it? It's WGN America and it's apparently, they want to be the alternative to everything that's out there. I'm talking Fox. I'm talking all the regular channels. They want to be an alternative that actually reports the news. This came from the LA Times who was reporting on WGN America, you know, making this announcement. What does WGN stand for? Do I don't know? know. I thought it was a Chicago station. Interesting. Um, So I'm not exactly sure, but that is in the works and they see a need, right? And they're trying to fill a need because this is is a need. Yeah, it's a Chicago Chicago station. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. They're launching a primetime newscast with a promise. And that promise is just just the the facts. facts. I I hope this is true. I would really love to believe that this is going to be 
what they're saying it is? I just don't know, Mock. I don't know. I don't trust it. Isn't that terrible? I I know. I don't trust it at all. I just don't. It's a, what, a three-hour primetime newscast. Remember when we used to have those? Yeah. Remember we had like the two, three-hour primetime newscasts where there'd be like a newscaster or a couple newscasters. Giving you the straight report. It was like Anchorman. You remember? Ron Burgundy. (laughs) You know? I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) And those guys who would get out there and they'd, you know, the guys and the gals who would get out there and they would just give you the flipping news. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. And then you would take that and you would absorb it and you would think what you want to think. And yeah. they wouldn't tell you what to think. You would make your own decisions about right? the news that you had just heard. Nobody they does promise that. no outraged hosts, no endless panels of talking head commentary, no irreverent chirons. The bet is that an era of polarization, what consumers crave is a program without a point of view. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't I that be something? I welcome it. I welcome it too. Because I mean, that's, that's what's needed now more than ever. Oh my God. It would just be fantastic. And if they actually were comprehensive in reporting the things. Yeah. You know, like on the Rand Paul thing. Are you going to report it? Are you going to actually report it? Because it's one thing to say we're going to report the news and then not give us all the stories. Give us all the stories. Yeah. All of them. Exactly. Now, before anybody like, you know, sends us messages saying, but you guys are slamming your chicks. Well, we said that. We totally. We're not journalists. Yeah. We we don't want to be. Yeah. We said that. I know. But I just feel like that is something that bears repeating. Oh, my God. I don't want to be called a journalist. I don't ever want to be called that either. To me, that's like a slur. (laughs) Right. Our job is very, very different than what a news reporter or an actual journalist is supposed to be doing. I don't want to be a journalist. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that. But if you do like commentary, because of course there is a place and time for that, I think we're pretty good at it. And we do it on our website at chicksontheright.com. Mm -hmm. We do it on our weekday radio show, The Chicks on the Right on 93 WIBC out of Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And we're on all the social media. Yeah, we've got some great social media. In fact, I feel like that's kind of our forte is the social media avenues. Instagram at Chicks on Right, Twitter at Chicks on Right, Facebook until they shut us down because Zuckerberg <laughs> is like two seconds away from doing that. Yeah. Um, Chicks on the Right. And then we also have a YouTube channel, The Mock and Daisy Show. Yep. This podcast, obviously, like she said. And, and Parlor. And Parlor. Chicks on Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're growing there. And that is a very freedom loving place. If you so guys far, are, so good. Yeah. So get out there if you love freedom. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And thank you to those of you who have taken the time to review, like give some stars our way on the Apple iTunes platform for podcasting and for those of you especially who have taken time to leave a nice comment can't tell you how much we appreciate it we got one from someone who says that they are a frequent traveler from KC says my wife used to shoot me the occasional meme from your Facebook which quit showing up for her by the way interesting then I drove through Indy about six years ago and stumbled onto you on 93 WIBC not living in Indy I looked to see if Rob was any good at posting your broadcast on a podcast and I've been hooked ever since Every WIBC podcast and now every Common Sense cast. I agree with, dare I say, everything? No, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. With an inseam of 37 inches and traveling every other week, I do disagree with your reclining seat in coach on airplanes without asking. Oh, my God. And I do take offense at your thoughts on helicopter travel. After all, hellos are how I make a living. Oh. Keep up the great work, and I pray it helps keep this country from coming completely off the rails. <laughs> I love it. There's another one that says, I've been following the chicks on the right since soon after they came onto the scene. I look forward to their morning lives and look forward to this podcast every time it comes out. And finally, we got one that says, I love your podcast, your Facebook and your chicks on the right. Daisy impresses you knew where Franklin, Texas is. My grandparents lived there back in the day. Have a great day and keep up the great work. I love Sheila. it. I love Texas. Thank you so much for leaving those comments. That helps so, us so more sweet. than you know. So sweet. Yeah, it really does. Thank you guys so much. Okay, you guys. 
guys. Until next week. Critically think. Critically think. Don't trust the headlines. Do Mm -hmm. your own investigative research. Absolutely. You guys have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.